listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. All right, it's time for Mark and Neanderthal's Middle School. We have Thomas on the line. Thomas, we're going to get you enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's Middle School. Three questions coming at you. If you get two out of three correct, we're going to give you some fabulous prizes, including Pat Penatar and Neil Giraldo tickets. Sound good? Okay. Excellent. All right. We're sponsored by Rainforest Plumbing and Air at 602 Ask Rain. We're going to ask you, Thomas, about something that's been in the news lately, and that is the Ukraine. Let's see how you do. One okay. of Thomas, one of these countries does not border the Ukraine. Is it Moldova, Poland, or Clitoria? Uh, the first one. No. no, no, no. Moldova does border the Ukraine, even though it does sound like one of Jerry Seinfeld's girlfriends. I will tell you, nobody has been able to find Clitori on the map either. We do have a, a little man in a boat, though, looking for it. So that's good news. Yeah. All right. Let's get your next question here, Thomas. In fact, this is t- this is tough stuff. So we'll we'll make it a one question correct for the win situation right here yeah and i also i want to correct mark i believe it's just ukraine i don't believe it's the ukraine (laughs) it's both actually yes here we go the ukraine is currently in a terror the ukraine is currently in a territorial dispute with russia over this place is it crimea is it apache junction or is it denver the first one. <laughs> it's the first one. Nice job. Uh, just for fun, what is the capital city of the Ukraine? Is it Apache Junction, Kiev, or Norway? Um, the second one. It is the second one. That's Kiev. I yes. like how he doesn't want to repeat the words that you're saying to him. He's just picking which position the answer is. Because he's not quite sure yeah. what yeah. we're talking about. And if he mispronounces the word, he knows we're going to jump on him like a pack of wild dogs. But Thomas, you, yeah, exactly. you did get two correct, so hang on with us. All right, all right. All right. So here's the thing. Uh, I, there's, I, and I, I didn't mean to try to correct you on the Ukraine thing, right. but there's actually like a a campaign to have the removed from Ukraine. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Ukraine is currently in, this is what it says, Ukraine is currently in a territorial dispute with Russia over the Crimean Peninsula, which Russia annexed in 2014. Before its independence, Ukraine was typically referred to in English as the Ukraine, right. but most sources have since moved to drop the from the name of Ukraine in all uses. There's See, like there's like a, a there's a campaign to get Ukraine upgraded. See, I haven't paid attention to I've been following the uprising in Clitoria. Yes, exactly. So. Yes. Well, it's unbelievable. <laughs> if only we could we could only find it. The thing about the thing about Clitoria is it's a jungle environment. It it's is very it's, very difficult. Yeah, yeah very is. difficult to to strike that area Absolutely. with any sort of precision. It's Mark and Neanderthal here as we get ready for our, our field trip a little bit later on to the MVD. Today is the one-year warning that you have to get your travel ID. And, of course, you don't have to. You can still use your passport or something like that. But it'll eliminate, if you have the travel ID, a lot of hassles at the airport. There is something that, that I was just sort of that just sort of dawned on me, and that is currently my driver's license is good until I'm like 65, right? You know, you yeah. don't have to go back. With this, you get the stamp on the travel ID on your driver's license, but it expires in eight years. 
So essentially, the state of Arizona is going to get a $25 fee every eight years for your driver's license that doesn't expire until you're 65. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm yeah. not sure exactly how it works. I'm looking at mine right now. And, and I'll tell you why this bothers me, <clears throat> because I've had a situation where my license expired, my driver's license expired, and it, and, it, and it kept me from being able to use that as ID, as if it suddenly wasn't me anymore. Um, I... Uh, How did you let your driver's license expire? Well, here's the deal. I was living in Boston, and I didn't have a car, and uh, I let my driver's license expire. I wasn't wasn't living living in a place where I didn't need a car. You're parking a car in Boston is a pain in the ass. It's like living in New York or Philadelphia. A lot of people don't have cars in big cities like that. So you just take public transportation or whatever it is. So I let my driver's license expire. Fast forward to my birthday. We're having a keg party at my house. Because that's a responsible thing to do. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, I go to the liquor store to, to buy a keg because I'm the only one in the house, by the way, who's of legal drinking age. Okay. My roommate was 20. Um, and so it was 21 at the time. Yeah, it was 21 at the time. So my roommate was 20. He couldn't drink legally. So we all were going to make him sit in the other room and watch cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go to the liquor store <clears throat> in his car because I can't drive uh, to go get a keg. <laughs> And I show, you know, I, I roll the keg over to the to the cashier and I, I whip it. He goes, can I see some ID, please? So I whip out my ID and I show it to him because I'm sorry, this is expired. I go, it's still me. <laughs> he goes, yes, but I, but I can't take it. I go, but I don't drive. <laughs> You're like, but my birthday didn't expire. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like I'm still me. He goes, I, I know, but it's not it's not valid. I go, it certainly is valid. It's it's me, and it's my driver's license. I don't drive. And in Massachusetts, they have a liquor ID. You can get it, or you, at the time, you could get a separate liquor ID for those that didn't have a driver's license. Yeah. So okay. either way, either way, yeah. they, they're double dipping. They sort of get you. But I was pissed. I was like, dude, I'll, let me explain something to you. I don't drive, so I don't need a driver's license. This is an ID. It's 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 still me. In fact, I've had it for six years. That's why it's expired. Huh. I got it when I was 18. Do the math. Can I, I like I'm, I'm saying if you're you're telling me if I had a valid driver's license and I drove, you would give me this alcohol so that I could get behind the wheel of the car and drive home with it. <laughs> right. And he goes, yeah, I go, well, <laughs> if, this is the most it, screwed up yeah, thing ever. If it were not expired. OK, I, I'm actually curious now since you just told that story. Um, if you are like a Circle K clerk or if you work in a Fry's or a Bash's, whatever it might be, right. a place that sells you know, Albertson's Safeway, anywhere that sells alcohol, 7-Eleven, Diamond Shamrock, whatever it might be, right. if the person's ID is expired – but they're obviously, let's say they're, you know, they're 45 or, you know, they're 50 years old. They're, they're, they're well up there. Um, do you still sell them the alcohol? I think the store policy, and somebody please correct us if we're wrong, 480-470-KSLX. Yeah. I think the policy is you must have a valid ID. And if your so license the same is, thing would happen. So if your license is expired, it's no longer valid. You're not you. You're not you anymore. And your Which birthday is, is irrelevant. You no longer cease to exist. I wonder if I can use that to avoid having to pay taxes. You just go to the federal government and go, sorry, my license is expired. You can't verify it's me. It's yeah. not really me. Yeah. Not really me. Doesn't work like that. Hey, this is Robert from Scottsdale. It's time for Time Out for Spanish. Tiempo afuera para español y lo sé muy bien. As a public service, and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. 
It's Mark and the Interpol. We've got Tina from Chandler ready to play Time Out for Spanish. Tina is looking to win a Port of Subs gift card. It's $25 worth. And all she's got to do is translate the Spanish phrase we give her. Of course, Tina, we will give you three English choices. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, Tina, here comes your Spanish phrase. Los búhos siempre parecen ver un pene por primera vez. Did you hear that? Yes. Would you like to hear it again? I think I would. Okay, here you go. Los búhos siempre parecen ver un pene por primera vez. All right, Tina, does that phrase translate into one of the following? Yes, it does. The answer is either A, I don't understand why people get attacked by sharks. Can't they hear the music? <laughs> B, college is the opposite of kidnapping. They demand $100,000 from you or they'll send your kid back. <laughs> or C, owls always look like they just saw a penis for the first time. <laughs> Which one is it? I'm going to go with C. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> Have you seen an owl before? I have. Have you seen a penis before? Uh, yep. Have you seen an owl penis before? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't done that yet. All right. Well, well, see, there are so many things to learn. I can't wait to see your face when you finally see one. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. You've won in Time Out for Spanish. Thank you. Time Out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. No, tonight I I was mistaken. I thought we were going to have wrestling again tonight at Talking Stick Resort Arena. They had Monday Night Raw last night. Yeah, you, they, you, it used to be that they would do Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, which is on Tuesday nights, back to back in the same city. But apparently, uh, they've changed the schedule because they're moving to Fox, and Fox is going to show it on Friday nights. So SmackDown, I guess, will be somewhere else, or maybe they're taping it tonight. I can't. I'm all confused. Now, why would they know. tape it? It's, it should be live, right? Yeah, because they, they have been doing live, it live. Because yeah. they have been doing it live, too. So, yeah. I don't know. It's it's so much different now from when I was a kid. I, I remember... <laughs> Get off my lawn! No, I'm serious. The first time I ever saw wrestling, like, I never heard of it or anything like that right. before. And I'm flipping around the channels... And I land on this thing, and this guy's in the ring, and he's just beaten some other guy, and the referee's raising his hand. And as that's happening, somebody else runs out. You know, another guy in his underwear runs out <laughs> because I'm like, what are they wearing? Well, that's it. Because the funny thing about it is <laughs> why when, are they in bathing suits? When we were kids watching wrestling, we were most likely in our underwear. It's like Saturday morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yes, hey, that guy's dressed just like me. This, this guy runs in and just starts pounding the guy who had already been victorious, you know, Got him from behind, you know, knocks him down, just lays the beat down on him, you know, just puts the boots to him, and then leaves him laying in the ring and charges out. Later, that same guy who just got his head handed to him is, you know, saying, I'm going to come and get you. I'm going to come at you like a freight train. And I'm thinking to myself, no, no, avoid him. Yes. He just kicked your ass. <laughs> Go down the other street. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah. Don't do that. No. I, I couldn't understand what was happening. You know, it was so new. I think I was probably like eight or nine years old. And I'm like, God, if somebody lays a pounding on you like that, you try and avoid him. See, I had already seen wrestling in the Bugs Bunny cartoon with the crusher so i was so i was like you know the crusher i was just passing by and yeah. I, I, I i had seen in the cartoon so i'm like hey this is that thing i saw on bugs bunny i think i'll watch and i saw two guys pummel each other and i thought to myself well if they hate each other so much why did they agree to engage in an athletic endeavor <laughs> 
Why didn't they attack each Why other be backstage? Because yeah. they, they all come from the same spot, right? That's yeah. the thing about wrestling is you have to you have to put that on the shelf. When the guys walk to the ring, they're coming <laughs> from the same place. <laughs> if they're at each other's throats that badly, wouldn't the fight have broken out broken out backstage? Yeah, I don't want to be the guy to uh, to pull back the curtain, but I'm going to pull back the curtain. When I was a kid, I was like 10 years old, 11 years old, and wrestling was at the Boston Garden. It was every five weeks. It would be at the Boston Garden, and every third event so i guess three times four times a year there'd be um there'd be a matinee so my father would let me go here i am 11 years old nice getting on the train by myself or with a friend really right uh with a friend we paid four dollars for balcony seats because that's how much the tickets were we couldn't afford the eight dollars for ringside seats and way too expensive and damned if my father was going to give me the extra four <laughs> bucks to cover at the cheap so anyway we get uh we get down to the garden and it's an early day and we get inside and we're waiting for everything to happen and arnold scoland who was a manager at the time comes walking past us with the briefcase that held the wwf belt at the time Ooh. so we got a chance to see the belt as little kids you know he opens it up and shows it to us We're very like, exciting yeah and then he goes behind this curtain so we follow toward the curtain and we just sort of peek in between like where the curtain is broken right. and stuff and there, sitting at a card table are pedro morales who was the intercontinental champion at the time um george the animal steel who's a savage an insane savage who, yes he with has, a green tongue he, and no has no concept of reality can't think rationally he eats turnbuckles yeah no, he's just an absolute wild man out of his mind and off of the samoan sitting at uh, who, who is also a wild, insane savage. Yes, he's a savage from the Isle of Samoa. Yes. Um, so they're sitting at a card table. Um, George Steele is wearing what appeared to be a Rolex with a cigar in his mouth, <laughs> and they're playing cards. And I just, you know, as a 10, 11-year-old yeah. kid, you look through the and go, oh. And you're like, I thought the Samoans attacked anybody they saw. Yes. Well, the idea, I was like, my God, somebody better get somebody out there to take care of Pedro. He's surrounded by insane <laughs> savages. <laughs> And they're going to cheat at cards. <laughs> of course, this is how they were portrayed. This is yes. not what no. we feel about them. No. And the Disclaimer. The interesting thing about it is no matter how savage or insane the individual is, they understand, A, they're supposed to beat the guy up inside the squared circle. Right. And C, that the game is over when they can count to three. Exactly. That's, that's the beautiful part of that. One hundred point seven KS selects two from Blue Oyster Cult, Godzilla and Burnin' for You. Both of those songs written and sung by Buck Dharma of Blue Oyster Cult, the guitar player, and he also wrote and sang "Don't Fear the Reaper." So he gets the checks. Big yeah, time. it was. He's one um, of the two, the two guys. It's it's Eric Bloom and Buck Dharma. Those are the two major guys in Blue Oyster Cult. So this weekend. At Wasted Grain in Scottsdale, he actually got up on stage with a local band and played Godzilla. That's Buck Dharma from Blue Oyster Cult singing it. Jamming with a local band. It's off somebody's phone, so. Yeah, I mean, but how cool is that? And they've got the background singers and the whole deal. Oh, hang on a second. I think this is the bass player's moment to shine. Okay, here we go. Very good. Yeah, very it was very good. good. Yeah, and, and then he, and then uh, Buck Dharma talks about how his Japanese is not very good. 
So <laughs> we, we got one of the guys from the band. One of the guys from the band sent us that information. Yeah, He's it's a, pretty cool. Yeah. Huge listener of, of Mark and Neanderthal. So, Chuck, this was at Wasted Grain on Saturday night. First of all, what's, your, what's the name of your band and how did this all happen? Okay. Um, first off, the name of the band is Retroactive. Right. Retroactive, AZ on Facebook and website. Um, the way that this all came about, there's an um, organization called Law Rocks. It's a charity event that kind of goes on around the country, and they basically have – a lot of bands that all have legal professionals in them, and they do these competitions. In fact, it's coming to Phoenix in January. Our bass player in the band did it in D.C. Buck Dharma's son happened to be a judge at that event, and they did a couple of Blue Oyster Cult songs, and they had a big inflatable Godzilla jumping around in the background. And the video got to Mr. Dharma, and he liked it, said it was really cool. He got our bass player's phone number, and they kind of chatted back and forth. He said he was going to be out here in Phoenix for the show because they did the Van Buren on Sunday, I believe. He said he's going to be in town, and he'd like to come by and check it out. And our bass player just kind of stepped out on the on the ledge and said, hey, would you like to come up and do Godzilla with us? And he said, sure, and came up and was just the nicest guy, did it, had a blast. And really the cool thing about the whole thing was uh, after the gig, after we got done, he hung out, which is totally cool. So this wasn't a random occurrence where your band was playing and the guy in the band that wrote the song happens to stumble into the bar, see the band playing the song, and jump up like a knight in shining armor and rescue for you from mediocrity? Uh, that would be awfully cool, and we can go that direction. But no, I mean, it was kind of planned and not planned all at the same time, if that makes sense. Spoken like a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> now, does Buck Dharma come in and readjust the settings on your guitar rig and screw them up for you for the rest of the show? Fortunately, I'm the drummer, so I didn't have to mess around with any of that stuff. But, nice. I mean, he found his way around it really quick and um, – you know, just it, it was really it was really fun to do. I mean, the guy's just an awesome, really nice guy. He really, really is. Did he buy a round of beers for your band? Um, he didn't for us, but we bought him a couple of drinks. God, what a cheapskate. Yeah, how's that work out? <laughs> Let me get this straight. He, he, comes, was, he comes in and fringes on your show, and then you got to pay for his beers? What a scam. He wrote all the songs. Damn it. He's got money coming in left and right. But anyway, Chuck, we appreciate you checking in and telling us the story. And, of course, the video is up at your Facebook page, correct? Retroactive AZ? Absolutely. And if, and if you don't mind, we'll be the band will be at the Rock Bar in uh, Scottsdale this Friday Look night. Look at you. Right. Nice, nice cheap plug, Chuck. Yeah, nice plug. Yeah, the sales department's like, where? Those guys don't advertise. <laughs> right. um, how about Buck Dharma, though? He's got all those royalty checks coming. He just made money on that twofer we just played. Right, yeah. And he's getting beers bought for him. You know what he made on that twofer we just played? What? About a buck. I know. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Now is time for your two for Tuesday edition of the Dumbass of the Day. That's right. Uh, tomorrow's Dumbass, by the way, will show you again how that the teenage brain is not fully developed. Okay, then. Yes. How much you? Uh, it's two for Tuesday, so here we go. Two Dumbasses powered by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com. You'll see one of these up on the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. First one is from Madrid, Spain, where a 34-year-old man learned that age-old lesson. If you've got sensitive cargo in your vehicle, follow the rules of the road as you drive. Sensitive cargo like your grandmother? Well... Was very sensitive? Not that type. I mean, here's... The, the dumbass that we're talking about didn't heed our advice, okay? And okay. He, he performed what police described as an irregular 
maneuver. We don't have any details on that, but maybe a wrong U-turn in the wrong place. Yeah, you know. maybe. Or one of the buttons on his shirt was in the wrong place. Well, I'm not <laughs> sure. That would be slightly irregular maneuver. Slightly irregular, yeah. but he got it cheap. So uh, whatever it was, it got the guy pulled over, and when police looked in his van, he had over 1,000 pot plants in his van. Oh, I bet that, that van smelled awesome. When asked what the plants were, he said, peppermint. Looks the same. No, the cop said, no, peppermint, it comes in rolls and it says lifesavers on the outside. It's pep-o-mint. Pep-o-mint. Yeah, pep-o-mint, yeah. And in Pueblo, Colorado, last week, a man called police after having been ripped off. That is kind of what you do, right? Yeah. When police arrived, yeah. Never take law into your own hands. You call the police. Exactly. When police arrived, the man told them that he'd been on 4th Street when it happened, and he gave a really accurate description of the woman who did it. My guess is... Was she his prior customer? Well, you know, he told police he was particularly angry about the woman stealing his wallet since he had already paid her for the sex that they had. And he didn't feel that that was quite just. Is there a money-back guarantee? Uh, No money-back guarantee, but you you shouldn't get ripped off while you're doing that. Will they guarantee that you'll be delivered in 30 minutes or less? The man was charged with solicitation of a prostitute. A prostitute is being sought. Well, but technically, they didn't. They, he only solicited. They didn't really go any further. So no, they did. It was, oh, they did finish. Yes. The, they finished the act. I was able to give such an accurate description. He said, "Oh, okay." Her part is about this wide. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we don't have the names of these gentlemen. Was her name Beulah Ballbricker by any chance? But that's okay because they will now be known as the Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.